Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ianla Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. To fix, renew, realign, to restore. This is the intention of Fix My Life. I love you without all of this, without Nephi, and I want to stand next to you. Last season, I worked with reality star Nefertiria Pugh and her husband, Shelby, to try to renew, realign, and restore their broken marriage. Now hug her, because I'm not <laughs> here. Leaving them, ultimately, with a sense of hope. But what happens after the fix, when the renewal fades and the alignment becomes misaligned and the purpose is no longer conscious? I am back on Iyala because I did not get what I was searching for the first time. Are you the f serious right now? Shelby, you have got to be freaking kidding me. I was just so suppressed and guarded. The last time I saw Miss V, I was emotionally distraught. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Okay, here it is. Yeah, I was like the saddest person in America. Now I'm back to get more tools. I done been sad all my life. Who wants to be sad anymore? This is a story about what happens after the fix, after the people get what they ask for, what they say they want, and either refuse or forget to use it. We need Miss V to help us figure out why we want to remain in this marriage that's so strained. We live in the same house and don't even sleep together. I feel like my wife is selfish. It's not about me. It's not about the kids. It's all about Nefertiria. I want to be happy. And if I can't be happy with you, then why are we together? Why? Nephi and Shelby are once again in crisis. And if they are willing, they can heal. But you see, there's no magic in the fix. There's only possibility and missed opportunities. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Nice to see you. You too. Come on in. I want Miss V to help me get my power back. Okay? We don't have romantic dinners. We don't have date night. I gave Shelby too much power. Too much. Did you do your homework? I did my homework. I could not finish it. I tried to finish it last night, but due to the, the circumstance that took place last night, I was unable to. Did you do your homework? That would be yes or no? Yes, to yes. Or if it's not complete, it would be no. <laughs> no, it's not completed. OK. So let me ask you this. The last time we were together, I gave you two assignments. One was to continue to unpack your baggage. I'm going to leave you all with your baggage because it's all labeled, it's all marked. And I'm going to encourage both of you, go through every piece. Get clear about what it means to you, the meaning it holds for you, and then surrender it in prayer. Did you do that? Did you continue to unpack your baggage, look at those issues? I absolutely went down that road. I tried. I, um, I went to counseling. And what happened? It was good. It was good. I, I need... How long did you go to counseling? 
I want to say three to four, maybe even five months. Every week? Yes, every week or every other week. And why did you stop going to counseling? My insurance don't pay for... Wouldn't cover anymore. Yeah, it wouldn't okay. cover anymore. Okay. All right, another assignment that you had was I gave you a scholarship. And what I'm giving you is a scholarship to my Wonder Woman weekend workshop. So you get the opportunity to come and be in the presence of other women who are doing the healing work on themselves. I need that. Did you come to the workshop? No, ma'am. Okay. You haven't finished unpacking the baggage, didn't take advantage of the opportunity. So why are we here today? We are here today because I miss my mark. How often do you do that? Often. And I'm tired. Yeah. I don't know why you come to see me with a face full of makeup. You should know by now. Yeah, <laughs> Here, take the whole box. It's almost like, you know how you can pick up the phone and call your mom and you can talk to them or try to get some advice and I don't have that. So I have come to a point in my life where I need to help and I need to quit lying to myself. And that's my thing. Like, I, I can't understand why I can't wrap my mind around my own reality. Mmm. Wrap your mind around your own reality. And that, that, that's facts. And when I came here the first time, I was so, so shut down, but then I had this wall up. Now I know better. Do you? Do you know better? I know better. In the spirit of truth? Yes. And in the spirit of your reality? Yeah. And in the spirit of, what did you say? Conscious and aware of your own reality. Yes, ma'am. One of the challenges you and I had last time we were together was the day that you showed up three hours late. Yes, ma'am. On your way to healing, you stop and give a shout out to your glam squad. But then you show up all well-made and pretty and looking nice and never said, I'm so sorry I'm late. That created kind of a breakdown between us because yes, I challenged you on that. Yeah. You were 45 minutes late today. That is a sheer indication of where you are misaligned with your life. This was about your life. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars being spent to serve you, and you can't get here on time because... I didn't get here on time because... Nefertiria is already showing me the same signs and patterns as before. She is here but not present, and her intention is not clear. She has excuses, but I am here to interrupt that pattern again. My understanding is your process mm -hmm. started yesterday. Yes, ma'am. When we brought you in. Yes, ma'am. Put you in a hotel room. Yes, ma'am. Brought you here for your interviews. Yes, ma'am. And then sent you back to the hotel. Yes, ma'am. And you and Shelby were not in the hotel room. Why? Because I left my suitcase at home. Why would you do that? I had all my stuff at the front door. I just forgot to grab it. And how old are you? 38. And how many kids you got? Five. And you come in somewhere and you can't remember to bring your suitcase? What do you call that in your life? Unorganized. How about explanations and excuses? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So then you come and... And then I come and Shelby and I got into a serious, 
serious altercation because I'm talking to this man, my friend from out of California, and Shelby, he went off. Went off about what? He went off because he's like, oh, you're seeking attention from another man, and so you're going to suck his dick? And I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I said. What I said was he calls me or texts me every morning. I've known this man long before Shelby. And I said the attention that he gives me makes me want to. Makes you want to what? Makes me want to. Makes you want to what? Suck his dick. A little attention makes you want to have oral sex with somebody. A lot of attention. By phone. Mm, yeah, I think it's sexy for Just a man. Just don't understand how in the middle of a healing process, there's a discussion about sucking on the weenie. I just don't get it. I don't have that in my life. I don't have... But you got so much other crap going on. A weenie is the last thing you need, sucking on anything other than a grapefruit or a Tic Tac. Yes, ma'am. Why are you wishing you could perform oral sex on a man outside of your marital bed? Why? Because I don't have a marital bed. Oh. Interesting. What do you have? Nothing. I don't have a marital bed. There's nothing. Nothing. No love, no affection. It's nothing. Like, I'm not even married. That's just a title. We don't live that way. We don't talk to each other that way. We don't... We don't even... Miss V, you don't understand. We... We are so toxic to each other to where it's almost like I think he hates me. Nefertiria claims to be here to save her marriage to Shelby, but there is a lack of commitment to do the work required, and that is actually what brought her here, just like last time. We talk down on each other. It's like I'm in a, an, an ongoing fight. I've never fought so hard. And what happened to the skills, the tools, the information? When you left me the last time, there were things that y'all said you were going to do. We separated almost five months. That's when I went through the process. That's when I started going to counseling, mm -hmm. where they, um, you can go for substance abuse, mental alcohol. health. Alcohol. You can go for alcohol. You can go for drugs. You mm -hmm. can go, they diagnose you or, and all the above. And what did they diagnose for you? So they told me it's a dual diagnosis, high depression and bipolarism. And what role does your drinking play in that? I'm not quite sure. Did they assess the impact of your drinking on the bipolar disorder? They said I'm self-medicating That's myself. right. That's right. Self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they used the term self-medication, I looked at them like, excuse me? What you, what you mean self-medication? I don't take pills. And they looked at me and said, no, when you drink, you're self-medicating yourself from your dual diagnosis. And I was like, what? What the hell is that? Bipolar disorder simply means that you have extreme mood swings from extremely low to extremely high because of the way the chemicals and the energy of your brain works. Did they medicate you? Well, they suggested that I take medications. I looked at them and said, I'm, no, I'm not going to be dependent on no medication because I don't believe I need none of what they're saying. What I believe is I need 
guidance, like what I'm saying. That I gave you for, guidance that you didn't follow. This is why I'm here, because I didn't, I didn't get what I needed. I wasn't listening. I wasn't there. I wasn't even focused. And so today, I'm saying to you, help me. Somebody tells you that you've got a bipolar disorder, you take no meds and no therapy, and you think that you're going to get something done. Well, I'm not bipolar. Just because they said it don't mean that I am. Why Mental not? Issues. What if you are? That's a chemical imbalance. I don't believe that I'm bipolar. What if you are? Although I am not qualified to treat a mental health condition like bipolar disorder, this diagnosis seems to make sense. Miss Nefertiria's unstable, rage-filled behavior last season was not aligned with what she said her intentions were, just like today. In the beginning, I started taking the medication that made me feel like a walking zombie. Stay medication, because I'm not gonna be walking around like I, I can't, I couldn't even Freaking frack lack of function. Like, my kids were looking at me like, Mama, yeah, I Like, I was spaced out. And I said, oh, hell no. Y'all not gonna put me on no dependence. So what the, what the hell? So, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm already trying to get rid of one dependency. I don't want to be dependent on else. You asked them for help. They wasn't passing by and said, let me tell you what you got. You went to them for help. And they're telling you this. Suppose they said it was cancer. Would you say, no, no, I don't have cancer? No, no. You know what would happen? You'd be dead. Look at what you've been through. Look at what you've been through. The mind is simply a muscle. And if your muscle was built on trauma, if your muscle was built on intense instability, if your muscle was built on abandonment and rejection and misidentification, why do you think it's going to function normally? I never looked at it like that. If Miss Nefertiria can stop the pattern of ignoring what those enlisted to help her are saying, she might actually be able to find the support and healing she desires. I know that a diagnosis of bipolar disorder is hard to accept, but until she can accept it, she will continue to live in conflict, confusion, chaos, and denial. I'm so glad I came back. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> Let's see if you be saying that by the end of the day. I don't know. Mr. Shelby. Hi, how you how doing? are you? How are you doing? Look at you looking all sunny and rosy. The only breakdown to me is that I'm working on me for a change. I'm not aiding to Nefertiri's alcohol. I'm not aiding to anything. I'm not the one even initiating sex at this point. That's where we at right now. So they tell me you've been ill. Yeah, I was, um, I was more than ill. I was about to die. Oh, well, <laughs> all right, dramatic. So, yeah, it was Why nice. was you dying? Because, um, when I, I, I developed an ulcer, and it was, um, leaking at first, you know what I'm saying? And it got worse and worse. Bleeding ulcers. That's the height of stress. Yeah, that's what they And say. the inability to uh, stomach what's going on in your life. Because when I left you, y'all had decided that there were things you were going to work on, things she was going to work on, but that y'all were going to work on the marriage. There was never no change. It was the same thing. Honestly, I, I really, really didn't want to be a part of this. Honestly. I so, so why are you I here? Feel, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 
Miss V, everything you gave me was uh, is a way out. You know, there was no marriage. There ain't no marriage. And, you know, I could say it in 10 different ways. There's no marriage. Miss Nefertiria says she came here to save her marriage. But Mr. Shelby says there is no marriage. And from what Miss Nephi did last night, I suspect he is correct. Tell me what happened last night. Tell what happened? Um, yeah. Hear her talking. They she'd already been drinking from the restaurant and whatnot, you know. So I already knew what drinking. About. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. She was drinking her Strong Island iced tea. I overhear nephew talking extra super loud. This one guy he been texting me and he just texts me to let me know he couldn't talk to me, you know. And she respected that. And, that, and then she said that'd get his dick sucked. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, did you just say that? And I'm I'm right downstairs. And you talking super loud. So I go upstairs. She's yeah. I meant what I said. Boom, boom, boom. Now you extra, but I know she drunk. What difference does it make who she talking to on the phone? It, it's it's the fact of Ms. V. I'm, I'm trying to tell you like, you I don't care who you do it. Just don't t do that in my face. Your life is so enmeshed in Miss Nefertiria till you don't know where you end and she begins. I'm trying to get myself together until I can move on. You gonna do what you gotta do until I can move on. Making preparations to leave. You know what I'm saying? And, and if I'm there and I can pay the rent, I'm gonna do it for the kids. You know, at that point, I put it in my head, I'm doing it for the kids instead of just getting up and saying, you know what, I'm out this motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? I'm gone. I'm, I'm done with it. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck the kids, fuck you. You figure this shit out. Plenty of people didn't tell me that. But in my head, when I see my daughter, my blood in there, and she's comfortable when she gets up and goes to school and daddy's right there, you know what I'm saying? I can do that for her and I'm there. I, I feel like I'll be less than a man because I ain't doing shit for nephew now. Nothing. It's nothing. 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 I ain't buying a beer. I don't, I don't own with nephew like that. I don't. I'm not that dude no more. Since working with Mr. Shelby last year, he has transformed into an entirely different man. Instead of the quiet sadness that kept him silent, he is now vocalizing the rage and stress that was consuming him, and he is doing it in ways that may be destructive to himself and his marriage. I'm not that dude. So if you're not that dude, why would you be disrespected by what she's saying to somebody else on the phone? L listen, Miss V, I'm, I'm still a man. I'm yeah. still a man. I'm still yeah. a man. And, and, and where I come from, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a f what you do. If that's what you're going to really do, go do it. But leave, quit using it to get my attention, anything to push my buttons. But she can't get your attention if you don't give it to her. I don't her. give a, I don't. You gave her your attention. Last night, I I did. need to leave now. Because he's a liar, and I, I don't have to take that. I, I'm ready to go. Take me where I need to be. I don't have time for that. I'm not going to accept that at all. Period. I can hear everything he's saying. Stay there. Stay there. You sit right there. Take me where I need to be. Let me leave here. Why does what he's saying have anything to do with you? you because said, I don't... You uh, said... I don't, wait a minute. Uh, you said what you wanted to say. Let him say what he wants to say. But he's lying, Miss B. But I didn't ask he you. Who asked you? Who asked you? Who asked you? Uh, he's Trust me to be able to make my own choices and decisions. I asked you why you were here. I talked to you for two hours. Yes, ma'am. I have to ask him why he's here. Go in there and mind your business. Just like he's minding his business. Y'all gotta stop this codependent enmeshment. He has a right to say what he wants to say. Go do your homework. Let this man say what he wants to say. Can't talk. He's lying. Can't talk. So 
What I lie about. So what? What I lie about. What I lie about. Do your homework. Everything I say. Don't do your homework. You're a liar. I'm a grown man, and I'm not your slave no more. That's for certain. That's for certain. That's for certain. That's for certain. You ain't never been my slave. You. Don't curse. Yeah. Yeah. Go do your homework. Go do your homework. Shut your ass up. Talk to me. Do your homework. I'm grown, master. Go I'm do grown. your homework. I'm free. I found the railroad, master. I found the railroad, master. Found the railroad, master. Nigga, I found the railroad, master. I found the way out, master. Trust me, master. I'm on my way. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Stay in your world. Where is your homework? Man. Where is your homework? Is it done? Is it done? No. You're so busy in his world. He has a right to his thoughts, to his feelings, to his opinions, the same way you do. He is the a same. liar. So what? What does that have to do with you? Does what he eat make you poop? But he trying to make it seem like he, he, he ain't the master of manipulation. Like, he just, man, listen, I was on the phone talking about a whole nother dude, and I said, I it's, I told her how I said it was so sexy to call me, and I felt like I wanted to suck his dick. That's what I said, and that's what I said. So then why are you worried about it? Until he be honest with the kind of mother man he is, this is affecting me. Mind your business. The violent and erratic behavior from Miss Nefertiria is a sign that the bipolar disorder may be commandeering her vessel. And unless she accepts and addresses that diagnosis, she may be headed towards disaster that only God can save her from. He's a grown-ass man. He can say what he want to do, what he want to, and you have to start figuring out how it has absolutely no effect on you. That's your work. You don't get to tell him what to say. You don't get to tell him what to say, how to feel, how to experience it. But he get to do that to me? When did he do it to you? He was talking to me. I understand that, but he, he what he's he saying to you But is... you know what? Okay. Miss Nefertiria? I'm Miss um... Nefertiria, you could be in the same room with the same person and have a completely different experience. You get to have your experience, he gets to have his. You don't get to control it. And yes, it don't have to look like you think it's supposed to look. Yes, ma'am. Had you been up here doing your homework, what yes, he I... had to say wouldn't have no business, wouldn't have any effect on you at all. Mind your business. Yes, ma'am. Let him have his business. Yes, ma'am. <sighs> Nefertiria and Shelby have been repeating this destructive behavior pattern for far too long. The codependent enmeshment between them is figuratively killing their marriage and maybe literally killing Shelby. Mr. Shelby. How you doing, Miss? This Nick? is why you got a bleeding ulcer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know what? Not because of her. No, because of because me. Because of you, Cause Mr. Of me. Shelby. Because of me. What does that mean, I'm not your slave? I'm not your You're slave. You're the master. What that mean? I'm not your slave. What that mean, Mr. Shelby? I'm not Shelby? your slave. I'm free. I'm free from it. I'm free from all that nonsense. I'm free from her talking that crap. I'm free from everything. Oh, yeah, I went so back. So then why I are you still in the house with her? I'm, I'm why finna answer you, your question before you Why are you, you reacting? Me. I'm finna tell you why I react. Because she can say whatever she want to say. That's her truth. And she entitled that. That's her truth. But as soon as I speak, Massa, 
Let me dictate how he talks and what he says. I'm not with you. We don't have a marriage. We're not together. Can't you get it? I don't touch you on purpose. I don't give you the dick on purpose. I do it on purpose because there is nothing there for her or me. So I'm there to get myself together so I can move on. And at the same time, if I can help my kids and make sure they straighten in on the streets, I'm going to be there. So what is your next most appropriate step? Leave. So why are you here? To learn how to leave. To learn how to let go. Because I, I have let go. But just actually... No, you haven't. Okay, no, you we'll, haven't. We'll be honest. I, you haven't let me go. Me being there, I'm, I guess You haven't I let go. I if guess... you had let go, her conversation last night would have had no impact on you. If you had let go, what she was saying today, you would have had absolutely no response to whatsoever. You All haven't I let go. All I said was cool to... Cool you to, haven't let go. I'm free. I'm free, if you master. Are free men don't act like that. Free master. Free man don't act like that. Free master. Let me tell you something. Free man don't have a conversation for the master. Free. A free man don't care what the master say. It's free, and I don't either. What God would tell you? Sacrifice yourself and stay in this stressful situation to take care of the kids. What God is going to tell you that? Same God to say, you know, fight all your battles with love. No, I, I don't read. I don't know that scripture. I, I do. Here's what I do know. We wrestle not with flesh and blood. That's facts. But with powers and principalities in high places. That's facts. And the highest place in your being is in your mind. You wrestling with powers and principalities in your mind that don't have nothing to do with the flesh and blood of Nefertiria Pew. How about that? Look at me, Shelby. Look at me. I'd rather not. You'd rather not look at me. Today. That's disrespect. You can't look me in my face. I can't do nothing for you. In my mind, there is a distinction between being able to support somebody in their healing process because they're willing, they're available, and prostituting their pain. It's a form of exploitation. And sitting with Nefertiria and Shelby today says to me, these people don't have the capacity to do what is required to be engaged in a healing process. They'll have excuses, and ultimately, they'll blame somebody else for what they're not able to handle. I'm not here to fight you. I'm not here to dishonor you and disrespect you. And I'm not going to end up being the blame for you not getting what you want. You got to be willing. And right now, you're not willing. That's not true, Ms. Well, maybe it's because I'm old. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've seen too much. But you, as a black man, don't get to stand in front of me and call a black woman your massa. You don't get to do that. Not for my grandmother, not for your grandmother. You don't get to do it because the massa disempowered you. The massa castrated you. You don't get to do it. Not in my presence. And then tell me you won't look me in my face. You'd rather not. No. When you get willing, you let me know. But you need to apologize to her for that, not me. I just told him, and I'll tell him. I will not, in the name of entertainment, put my name on this level of exploitation. A black woman in front of the world, cussing at the top of your lungs at a black man, and you got five children. No! You don't get to do it in my presence. You slept with him and he pays your rent. 
And then because you don't like what he says, you cuss him. And you want to put that in the world, Nephi? No. No. When you're ready and you're willing to hear and receive, you let me know. I am done with this right here. <laughs> I'm done with this. Y'all fix this up. I'm done. <laughs> in the many years I've been doing Fix My Life, it is rare and hard for me to walk out on a guest. Yesterday was very heated and hurtful. And after some reflection, I realized it is my responsibility to try my best to navigate Nefertiria and Shelby out of the chaos of their lives into a greater possibility that lies ahead of them. First, I will work with Miss Nefertiria to support her to get and accept the help she so desperately needs. So, what did you learn yesterday? Um, I learned that I'm giving the negative energy too much power and just being engulfed in dysfunction for so long that it's a normal thing to do. I don't want to keep going down this road. I'm tired. What you shared with me yesterday about your dual diagnosis of bipolar disorder mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to say substance abuse. That's what I know. Even if you have some issue, either with drugs, alcohol, something. That's what a dual diagnosis is. I am not a mental health professional. I'm a coach. That's right. I can't coach bipolar disorder, nor can I coach substance abuse. Mm -hmm. I can't coach it because you're not in control of your mind. Mm. You have a diagnosis. There's a recommendation for treatment and you choose not to take the treatment. What that says to me is that the condition is only going to get worse or stay the same. You're stuck in the mud, you're spinning your wheels, you know? Well, I, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't go back and revisit and get adjustments or, you know, even start going back to therapy. You first have to accept that the diagnosis is accurate and applicable to you. Well. And as opposed to worrying about what Mr. Shelby is saying, mm -hmm. you need to find out the alternative methods to address what could be a disorder in your being, because that's your responsibility. Understood. In addition to which, you've got to get real clear and serious about addressing your reality and what it is that you need to provide for yourself and your children without Mr. Shelby. As a grown woman, You've got to make new choices and new decisions about what is the direction you want your life to take, mm -hmm. you know? For Mr. Shelby, his work lies in realigning himself. Until he does that, he will remain stuck, engulfed in the pain and chaos that is his relationship with Nefertiria. Tell me what happened yesterday. I'm, I, I was already irritated, you know, I was irritated. So it was like the littlest things was just, because I've been angry. I went from depression to anger and trying to find happiness. You're out of order. And I can't help you until you get in order. Because I think there's a part of you addicted to the pain of the dysfunction in which you live. That's my biggest struggle. That's my biggest struggle. Taking care of myself. I struggle with that. You make the request then you resist the help 
<laughs> of me, of God, of anybody. You make the request, then you resist the help, then you make another request, then you resist the help, and that's what you do, and that's the pattern. And until you can uproot that and bring that into alignment and order, you're going to stay here, and in the process, you are killing yourself. Nephew ain't killing you, you're doing that. Kids ain't killing you, you're doing that. And that speaks to me about a break in your being, in your person, that I, as a coach, can't fix. You need a mental health professional that can really help you unpack the depth of the trauma that leads to the depth of unworthiness or worthlessness that you experience. You're right, Miss Lee. So I'm not going to kick you out and cast you off into the street. I am going to see how we can at least get you moving in the right directions. I'm going to have a brief conversation with you and Miss Neffy, okay? Miss yes. Nefertiri. Okay? And then we will take our next steps forward. Okay, good. Before Nefertiri and Shelby leave, I have invited them to sit together with me one last time with the hope of getting them both clear and unstuck. I wanted to just talk to you about what it is that you're doing in your relationship. So I talked to you this morning. I want mm -hmm. to show you something. And we talked about the things that you need to work on. And I purposely didn't work with you and Mr. Shelby together. Then, Mr. Shelby, I talked to you and talked to you about the things that you need to work on. Because what comes to a marriage it's two individuals. Yes. This is you. Okay. And that dirt, not to mean it's bad or wrong, your pain, your past, your issues. This is you pouring into a marriage, pouring into a relationship. Go ahead, pour that in there. Mr. Shelby, pour into your relationship with Miss Nefertiri. Now, what do you have? Two different kinds of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still dirt. dirt. This is a demonstration you are to five African-American children. This is what your babies are living in. So this right here is unacceptable. Right. You got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. Let me make this real simple. Do you want to be married to that man right there? I got issues, got a lot of issues that didn't come from you. I love you and I always will love you. I, and that, that, that never changed. None of you love me, but until I figure out how to get rid of those issues, I can't love you like this. I agree. Okay. So the marriage is over. Marriage is over. Right. And there's no stigma to that. You have to learn how to stop looking at each other. You have to learn because it's a codependent enmeshment and it's so familiar to you. You'll go there by default. Get some help working that out. Get some help working that out. Don't try to do that by yourself. Some people are broken. Some are damaged, some are wounded, some are hurt, some are angry, some are lost just like me. I want you to apologize to him for everything. You don't deserve 
that kind of treatment from your wife. I apologize that we got to this point, because this is, I never wanted to get to this point. Please forgive me for it. I've been forgave. Now you apologize to her. Nephew, I just want to apologize for whatever I've done to wrong you. I apologize. Forgive me. Forgive me. I do. I do. Love each other enough to let each other go. Yeah. Facts. Love her enough to let her go and clean out her glass. Love him enough to let him go and clean out his glass. All people have the capacity and the right to take the time required to heal themselves one step at a time. All they have to do is be willing.